You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hey, everybody, getting you ready for a busy sports weekend, the World Series tomorrow. You've got college football with some huge games, the NFL on Sunday and Monday. Hope that you are doing well. I'm so tired of talking about Kyrie Irving, but unfortunately, it's so much in the news that I can't avoid it. Kevin Durant uh, finally was asked about it after shoot-around this morning. Quote, I ain't here to judge nobody or talk down on nobody or how they feel their view or anything. I just didn't like anything that went on. I feel like it was all unnecessary. I felt like we could have just kept playing basketball and kept quiet as an organization. I just don't like none of it. Durant then asked to clarify his comments, quote, I don't condone hate speech or anti-Semitism. Hmm. How about that? He had to go to Twitter to say that. Just want to clarify the statements I made at Shootaround. I see some people are confused. I don't condone hate speech or anti-Semitism. I'm about spreading love always. Our game unites people, and I want to make sure that's at the forefront. Well, I can tell you right now, your game sure as hell doesn't unite people, so you're living on freaking planet Mars, all right? You definitely your 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 sport definitely one hundred percent does not unite people. So you're living in freaking you know delusional world. All right, incredible. Just never, never, ever cease to amaze me. The comments that come from players really doesn't. It's incredible, amazing. Wow, you know. And then Sean Marks said that the apology on Instagram was, you know, good, that he has to go through counseling designated by the team. So we'll see Kyrie Irving in counseling. Quote, I think after anything like this, you would always hope that there's a change. There's a change in feelings, a change in attitude. I think for his apology, that's a step in the right direction. But as we've sort of stated, actions speak louder than words. And so he's had some time and there will be more time to reflect on that. That's the best thing Sean Marks has said since he became the general manager of the Nets. Actions speak louder than words. You're damn right. He went on and said he's going to have to sit down with Jewish leaders. He's going to have to sit down with the organization after this. And we'll evaluate and see if this is the right opportunity to bring him back. 
Durant was also asked if he agreed with the decision to suspend Irving. Quote, I believe in trust in the organization to do what's right. He said about the NBA and the media attention on the league, quote, it's just the way of the NBA now. Media, there's so many outlets now and stories hit pretty fast now. That's where all the chaos is coming from. Everybody's opinion, everybody has an opinion on this situation, and we're hearing it nonstop. Interesting that Durant calls anti-Semitism chaos. Then he goes on and says, but once the balls start bouncing and we get into practice, none of that stuff seeps into the gym. So that's the cool part about being in the gym. But once you step off the court, everybody's got the microphones out, microscopes looking at you, asking you what you feel about it. So that's been difficult, but the game is a constant for us. Of course, Duran has no problem going on his social media outlets and, uh, you know, saying stupid things, all right, and showing everyone how overly sensitive he is to any criticism at all. Amazing. How about this? I ain't here to judge nobody or talk down on nobody or how they feel, their view, or anything. I just didn't like anything that went on. I feel like it was all unnecessary. I just felt like we could have kept playing basketball and kept quiet as an organization. I just don't like none of it. Great grammar there by Kevin Durant. All right, if you want to uh, call the program, please hit your hand icon and we will put you up on the stage. College football tomorrow, a couple of huge games. Just curious, in the SEC, if you could only be at one game, one game, would you choose to be at the Tennessee-Georgia game or Alabama and LSU? If you can only go to one game in the SEC tomorrow, which game are you choosing? Number one, Tennessee, and number three, Georgia, or Alabama, sixth-ranked at 10th-ranked LSU, 7 o'clock Eastern on ESPN. you got Texas, ranked 24, Kansas State, 13. You've got... Top 25 teams playing, Wake Forest and NC State at 21 against the 22. But uh, the big games tomorrow, for the most part, not the most part they are, are in the SEC. All right, I want to hear from you. If you need to get your picks in, now's the time to do it. If you want to talk about what's going on in the NBA, the Kings play Orlando tomorrow. Speaking of the NBA, how awful is this? The Golden State Warriors, okay, are playing a game tonight in New Orleans against the Pelicans, all right? Not playing tonight for the Golden State Warriors. Steve Kerr has rested Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green. How about that? Other games tonight. Cleveland at Detroit, Miami's in Indiana, Knicks play in Philly, Nets are in Washington, Celtics host the Bulls, the Hornets are in Memphis, Clippers and Spurs hook up in San Antonio, the Raptors are in Dallas, I told you about the Warriors and the Pelicans, Warriors, by the way, 0-5 on the road, Minnesota hosts Milwaukee, Portland travels to Phoenix, 
and the Jazz are in L.A. to take on the Lakers. That is your NBA schedule. All right. NFL last night, the Eagles allow a quick seven. They find a way to win on a short week, 29 to 17. Chargers are in Atlanta. Miami, the Dolphins are taking on the Bears at Soldier Field. Carolina's at Cincinnati. Detroit hosts Green Bay. Colts and Patriots in New England. Bills are at the Jets. Minnesota's at Washington. Jacksonville is home to Vegas. Seattle's at Arizona. Tampa is at L.A. Or excuse me, Tampa hosts the L.A. Rams. Tennessee is in Kansas City. Baltimore at New Orleans. I think one of the more interesting games is Seattle at Arizona, to be honest with you. I think that's going to be a very interesting game. All right, I need to hear from you, or I'm going to wrap up this show today and get ready for my weekend. All right, this is your turn. It's your show. It's not my show. I put it out there. We got the World Series tomorrow. We got college football. We got everything else going on. Let's get to John. John, good to hear from you, buddy, to start us off here on this Friday. Hey, John. How are you, Grant? John, I'm good, buddy. How are you? I'm doing all right. I'm driving. I just want to make sure and get my picks in before I get home. Um, Man, you were talking about the Arizona and – which one was that? Arizona and – Seattle Seahawks. That is going to be the toughest freaking game to pick, man. I am staying away from that thing. I'm kind of staying away from that. I'm rooting for Seattle, but I got to stay away from that. What, who I am going to pick? I'm going to pick Tennessee. Um, I'm picking Miami. Okay. Okay. I'm also, I'm slightly distracted. Give me just a second. Okay. (laughs) Take your time, buddy. I don't want you to crash. Uh, appreciate that. I'm going with the Falcons. <laughs> okay. That. I'm going with the Falcons. And then the last one, I don't trust the Packers, man. I'm taking the Lions. They're four and four, and I'm not trusting the Packers. I was going to stay away from that game, but um, just right now, I decided to take it. It's, uh, it's, it's crazy. Right, it's when crazy you, week, when it you, seems. When you say they're four and four, who are you talking about? Did I lose you? Detroit. Detroit's one and six, but we got your picks. Listen, I'm going to let you go, man. I want you to drive safely. I don't want to be responsible for you getting in an accident. You take care. You have a great weekend. We got your picks down. We got your picks down. All right. You take care, buddy. It's always good to hear from you. If you want to get your picks in, now is the time. If you want to talk about any of the matchups on uh, both the college gridiron or the NFL or the World Series, we can do it. If you want to talk about uh, Kyrie Irving, uh, we can do that as well. I read a story today, all right, on my podcast, a column from Phil Musnick, who once again hit this right out of the park, as did his colleague, Mike Vaccaro, who came down very strong on Adam Silver. He was very strong on Adam Silver. Phil Musnick wrote a column, and the headline was, Nets Kyrie Irving can go to hell with his anti-Semitic stupidity. How about that headline? He wrote, out, he wrote this, as a matter of full disclosure, I am a Jew. In fact, my daughters bought me one of those DNA ancestry spit kits, and it revealed that I am 99% European Ashkenazi Jew, all right? Jews as flat earth theorists Kyrie Irving recently shared on anti-social media 
are slave traders controlled by Satan. Yep, the Mushniks and the Satan families have been tight for generations. Sunday nights, we'd have Chinese food with the Satans. For some reason, they preferred Szechuan. Can't recall my folks or grandparents swapping slaves with Satans. It seems I'd remember that. While Irving's sense of applied and shared history seems to be in accord with the 12th century Inquisition and genocidal Nazis of the 20th century, I wonder if he knows of three more recent historical figures. James Cheney, a black man from Mississippi, and Michael Schwerner and Andrew Goodman, two young Jews from New York City. I highly doubt that Irving, despite his Duke University pedigree, has heard of them. And I highly doubt that what now passes for black leadership, the selectively silent from Jesse Jackson to Al Sharpton to Louis Farrakhan to LeBron James to Kanye West, would encourage young Africans to learn of them. Shaney, Schwerner, and Goodman were civil rights workers on a mission in Mississippi in 1964. They were murdered by Ku Klux Klan members. Cheney was 21, Schwerner was 24, and Goodman was 20. Starting with the formation of the NAACP in 1909 in New York City, there have been a preponderance of Jews in black civil rights movements. They share the commonality and brutality of illogical, ignorant, Kyrie Irving-like bigotry. But now we see, hear, and read of enlightened black men and women turning Jews such as Goodman and Schwerner from martyrs to suckers. It's a colossal betrayal generated and spread by practiced hate and race hustlers who now win attention and even support on demand. Still, I suppose, Ein Eagle, the Jewish TV play-by-play man for the next on Yes, will have to sound pleased and excited when Irving hits a jumper. And those games, Irving decides to play. The Nets acquired Irving and paid him tens of millions of dollars despite two previous NBA stops during which he provided ample evidence that he's fool's gold, far more trouble than he's worth. In the meantime, the Nets took a wait-and-see approach to Irving's insidiously stupid bigotry as if there was something in the way, a reasonable debate to be heard on whether Jews take orders from Satan. Said Nets general manager Sean Marks, there's an education piece for everyone here. There is? What do I need to learn from this that I didn't know? Or should we just agree to disagree and get ready to host the Mavericks? The Nets regularly enrich disgusting players have become a disgusting franchise in a disgusting league and are expected to hire a disgusting coach. The double standards that those in sports now hope we don't notice as they point us all backwards are glaring. How long would NBA Commissioner Adam Silver wait to act if a white player publicly attacked blacks as literal devils? That player would be gone. Good riddance and nationally vilified before you could say John bleeping 
rocker. It took until Thursday for Silver to express that he was disappointed with Irving prior to the Nets suspending him for at least five games and to say in a statement that he plans to meet soon with Kyrie. Disappointed, as opposed to incensed or livid. Meanwhile, more than a few black leaders continue to encourage resentment of Jews. Why? Is it resentment of achievement, strong family structures, emphasis on education, health, prosperity, and charity? But I'm arguing common sense, something that has so clearly escaped Irving and others without the ability or willingness to know and say better. Irving only understands the visceral, something he saw in a movie, a black version remake of Joseph Goebbels' Eternal Jew. So go to hell, Kyrie. I'll see you there. How about that column? by Phil Mushnick of the New York Post. That's a wow, right? That is some column right there. And then you had Mike Vaccaro, also of the New York Post, ripping Adam Silver. Ripping Adam Silver. And it was a great column. Excellent job by Mike Vaccaro. Incredible. I'm glad to see the New York Papers calling it the way it is. Good for them. Good for them. By the way, the headline on Mike Vaccaro's story was also spot on. He doesn't write the headlines, but it was absolutely perfect. Adam Silver, Adam Silver's Kyrie Irving statement, way too late. He's absolutely correct about that. Absolutely correct about that. He, his first paragraph was, it turns out the team did the right thing before the commissioner could or would. The Nets finally read the room, finally stood up to a recalcitrant employee named Kyrie Irving, however, reluctantly, and sent him away to serve a suspension for at least five games. And again, in Mike Vaccaro's column, he went down and wrote further in his column, It was warp speed compared to the public inaction from Adam Silver's office. The NBA commissioner apparently decided to be Nero for Halloween, but decked in his finest Roman gowns, blissfully fiddling while Brooklyn burned. Silver finally cleared his throat Thursday morning, finally used Kyrie Irving's name in assessing Irving's self-immolation. If you are scoring at home, That's seven days since Irving first posted the link for his 21 plus million social media followers, five days since he doubled down on his decision to do that, four days since Irving deleted the tweet, and one day after Irving and the Nets tried to buy their way into the Anti-Defamation League's good graces by pledging a $1 million bribe um, donation paired with a non-apology statement from Irving. How about that? Then he went down further in the column. If the Nets were pushed at all by Silver, the commissioner did a wonderful job camouflaging that. He called Irving's original post reckless and said he was, quote, disappointed that he has not offered an unqualified apology and more specifically denounced the vile and harmful content contained in the film. 
he chose to publicize. But he also said this, quote, I will be meeting with Kyrie in person in the next week to discuss the situation. Beautiful. So Silver was still wearing those robes, still fiddling madly, still allowing the dumpster fire in downtown Brooklyn to rage as a yawning leadership chasm begged for his public involvement. How about that? Then he says this at the end of his column. So far, what, what, what can we draw are two inarguable conclusions. Number one, all of Irving's nonsense and talking around the matter reflected just how difficult it was for him to actually apologize. That reluctance was so obvious, even the Nets had to finally admit as much. Number two, the NBA on Silver's watch was terrified of what Irving might say or do next, and the league tried everything to make the matter vanish with an apology. We'll see if that happens. Incredible. All right. Then he writes, in reality, Silver already forfeited his moral authority in this matter long before the Nets reluctantly seized it. It's one thing for the Nets and their blinded by ambition caretakers, Joe Sy and Sean Marks, to enable Irving. They still hold delusions of a parade this June. But Silver, he could have done something earlier. He should have said something, anything, but not now, not anymore. Late Thursday before Irving's apology, the ADL announced it was refusing to accept the Nets' naked attempt to buy its amnesia. CEO Jonathan Greenblatt saying, quote, after watching the debacle of a press conference, it's clear that Kyrie feels no accountability for his actions. ADL cannot, in good conscience, accept his donation. That shouting from the ethical high ground, Silver could have held that, but it would have meant getting out ahead of this, would have meant a statement other than the spineless one the league first issued Sunday, which didn't even mention Irving by name. It's clear Cy and Marks don't have the audacity to force consequences upon their point guard unless dragged through the public square of shame. Silver should have. He knows better. He blew it. He needed to be here. He wasn't. His league suffers for that. It's a great, great column by Mike Vaccaro. Great job by the New York Post. All right, let's get to Jeff right here on Listen Up. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Grant. How you doing today? I'm good, buddy. Great show with Sean earlier. Great show. Thank you. Hey, I mean, this is a, a pure definition of double standards. I don't, you know, it's what we've been talking about for the last year or so on your show about the double standards you know, and I, I really don't want to go there, but, you know, but the, they're just afraid to do anything of a man in color and and just who are they going to upset? What am I going to say wrong? You know, and and, and you know how you, you of all people are a victim of that. Yeah, it's you a know? joke. It's an absolute joke. It's a disgrace. Yeah. And, and, and you know, I, I did see Stephen A. came out and basically lambasted uh, Irving finally. Yeah. yeah. That yep. was a, I, I was surprised and shocked at that. But yep. uh, you know that that was something and I and I wonder what old Omar Caspi must be thinking now, the old kings. Oh I know what Omar Caspi's thinking. I know Omar very well and I, I can tell you exactly Omri Caspi, not Omar Omri. Oh. I know exactly what Omri Caspi's thinking. He's disgusted uh, and he's hurt more than anything. He's hurt by it more than he's disgusted. He is disgusted by it, but he's also very hurt by it. That's what I, that's what I, that was the first guy I thought of, you know, especially all the fans that used to 
come and support him and bring the flag and all that. And, it's a joke. And, you know, and it, it is. The guy, Silver, is just spineless, and he tried to go the back door to have the Nets handle it, handle it instead of him. He, he's like he's he's like the wants to be, you know, when your parents, when you don't, when, when the kid goes to the, the dad but doesn't get his way, you want to go to the mom, you know, to try and get out of trouble. That's how he basically, he just, he, he just can't make a decision. He doesn't, he's just wishy-washy and doesn't know what to do. Yep. Don't really have much more to add on that. You hit it right on the head. Yeah. All right, Grant, you have a great weekend. You and, too, Jeff. And uh, if we can ever get our picks, I know Ryan has been real busy lately. I, I like to know where we're standing. He's gonna have he's gonna have it all out on Monday or Tuesday. He's gonna have all the standings for everybody, so everybody knows where they stand. Right on. Thank you. All right, thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. All right, if you want to come in on the show, now is your time as uh, we get you ready for the weekend right here on Listen App. Just hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will do it for you. If you had a chance to uh, check out today's live show with Sean Salisbury, thank you very much. If not, you can go to my YouTube page. If you don't like with Grant Napier, and you can watch the show at your leisure. Uh, Sean did not hold back on Kyrie Irving. Uh, not that I expected him to. Uh, nobody should. This whole situation is an absolute mess uh, and a black eye for the league. It really is. Absolutely awful. Terrible. All right, again, I want to hear from you. If not, I'm going to wrap up the show. I don't do this show for me. I do it for you. I want to hear what you have to say. If you want to get your picks in, now's the time. If you want to talk about the World Series, college football, or the NFL, I'll be more than happy to take your calls and we can talk about whatever is on your mind. All right, let's get to uh, Brian right here on Listen App. Hey, Brian, how are you? I'm doing good, Grant. Uh, on a less important note, I'll just call in to get my picks. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, right? Jeez, what a world. Uh, uh, I am going to roll with the Chiefs and the points. Okay. I'm going to go with San Diego. I'm going to go with Miami. And lastly... I'm going to roll the dice and, and, and take the take the Packers. We'll see. All right. Well, if you're, your San Diego pick's probably going to lose because they don't exist. You know, I'm just messing with your mind. But, yeah, yeah so you got the you got the charges. <laughs> we got you down for that. I'm just oh. – I'm busting your chops, buddy. You oh, know I know. Isn't that funny? I mean, after – Yeah, it is funny. I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's classic. I, I just I know. can't – Yeah. It goes without saying. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yes, it does. Well, well, at least I did bring some lightheartedness in, uh, in today's world for a moment. <laughs> yeah. And I appreciate that. You have a great weekend, buddy. All right, bud. Take care. All right, you do the same. All right, let's get to uh, Eli. He's next here on Listen App. Good afternoon, Eli. How are you today? Hey, Grant. I'm good. How are you doing? Good, bud. Good. I don't really have too much to say today other than uh, it's a good thing Phil Mushnick isn't a play-by-play commentator because how quickly would he be uh, fired after that column? Oh, uh, he, he would have been fired one week on the job. I mean, Phil is not afraid to write what he feels. Uh, that's his MO. He's been doing it for... Uh, decades. Uh, he is a legendary writer at the New York Post. He's one of the. He has one of the most read columns of any columnist in the paper. Yeah, that's incredible. I mean, he must have definitely a supportive organization to be working for, because not a lot of people can well, get away with being that. You know what? He he he's a columnist. Uh, he's opinionated, and he is not afraid to take a stance on important issues. And you don't have to agree with everything that he writes, but it certainly makes you think. And um, 
I like reading his columns because it really resonates with me because I believe, and again, this is just me speaking, I believe he writes what a lot of people think but are afraid to say it. Phil's not afraid to put it down on uh, paper. 100%, and it's refreshing to be able to read it. So that's all I had for you, Grant. Thanks for sharing the article. Hey, Eli, my pleasure. Have a great weekend. Have a good weekend. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's get to uh, Ryan in Sacktown right here on Listener. Hey, Ryan. Hey, Grant. What's going on? Uh, what's up, man? Nothing much. Thank you so much for uh, making that announcement, Jeff. Yeah, just been a little bit busy. So uh, Monday or Tuesday, uh, I'll have that all tallied up for us. And uh, going to keep it short and sweet. I mean, I don't have much to say with this whole Kyrie thing. It just like leaves that sick feeling in your stomach where you just yep. don't really want to talk about anything. So I'm just going to give my picks. Uh, I'm going to go Philly. I'm going to go Seattle. I'm going to go Miami. And I'm going to go Tennessee. And you're not taking the Warriors tonight without Curry, Thompson, and Draymond against the Pelicans? I thought maybe that could be your bonus pick, you know? <laughs> hey, Grant, maybe they uh, win money line tonight. You never know. <laughs> you never know. I don't even know what the line is now. I haven't even looked at it. I don't even know if they take a game like that off the board. I have no idea how the hell they do that. Yeah, you know who loses in this scenario? It's the fans. Yeah, the fans. It's, yeah. The, you know, the yep. kids that have been waiting yep. all season to yep. see those players. So. Yep, it's a joke. It's an absolute joke. It's yeah. such a... You know, it's such a bad look for the league, and I'm glad you brought that up. The fans are the ones. I mean, here's the deal. You know, it's November, what is today? The 4th, the 5th, whatever the hell it is. It's November 4th, right? And so the season is not even two weeks old yet, or it's two weeks old, and you're resting players, and on the road, you know, you think about all of the fans, as you said, you know, the Warriors only come into New Orleans either once or twice a year, depending on the schedule. I mean, it's not – it's not four times every year. It's sometimes three, sometimes four. But and I haven't looked at their schedule, so I don't know if this is their only trip in. But it's just disgraceful. It's a joke. It's an absolute joke. It's wrong. It's such a black eye for the NBA. It really is. And I think Steve Kerr, who I have a lot of respect for and I know personally, I think he and the Warriors organization should be ashamed of themselves. I really do. Without the fans, these guys wouldn't be making the money that they're making. Their games wouldn't be on TV. I mean, it's a joke. It's an absolute travesty is what it is. It's a travesty. Yeah, exactly, Grant. And do you know, like, when you're resting a player, are they still, you know, going to do their warm-ups before the fans yep. get in the arena? Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. Well, hopefully if fans are in the arena, um, those guys are good to the fans because, I mean, as a parent, if you shuck out the money to go see those guys and you don't get to see them just because, hey, we're going to give them a night off. I mean, 
you give one of them a night off, whatever. You know, do we want to see them all? Sure. But all three, I mean. Yeah, but here's the deal. What happens if you don't get to the game early? What happens if you're working or your kids are in school or, you know, by the time you get to the game, the game starts in 10 minutes or 15 minutes or 20 minutes and the guys are already done warming up. I'm looking at the schedule. The Warriors do not go back to New Orleans this year. That's terrible. That's terrible. How about that? Uh, you know what? I need to correct myself. I'm sorry. I misread it. They are back in New Orleans. I take that back. They do play New Orleans on Monday, uh, November 21st. So my bad. I was mistaken there. So they do. Hopefully, hopefully. But, you know, maybe you don't have tickets for that game. You know, listen, the Warriors are the toughest ticket to get on the road. Exactly. And, uh, you know, it's just a shame. Here it is. It's a Friday night, right? So it's a big weekend. And, you know, all these kids that are excited and adults, for that matter, not just kids. Now they don't get a chance to see one of the more uh, recognizable and great players of his generation in Steph Curry. They probably, you know, won't have to deal with Draymond Green cursing at them, but they will miss one of the great players of his generation in Steph Curry. Yep. And one of the best teams in NBA history. Not saying this incarnation of the Warriors, but, you know, I mean, they are their dynasty. They, they really yep. are at this point. So, yeah, yes, it, they are. it sucks. I, I would love to go on StubHub right now and see how ticket oh, prices boy. have just um, yep. dropped. Incredibly. Yep. So. Thanks, thanks, bud. Have a good right, weekend. Man. Thanks, Grant. Have a good one, too. All right. Good stuff right there from uh, Rhino. And uh, why don't we get to uh, Connor? Connor, welcome to the show. Uh, you are on. Listen up. I know you're not taking the Giants this weekend uh, because they're not playing. It would be the first time this year that you're not taking the Giants. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, Grant. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, since the Giants don't play this week, I wanted to talk about some other games around the league. Yep. So I think the Chargers, they're going to be without Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. So what effect yep. do you think that's going to have on that game? I think you're going to lose. I think that they're going to lose. Um, I think it's going to have a tremendous effect on the game. And – you know, the Chargers to me have been one of the more uh, disappointing teams in the National Football League this year. And I think part of it is because of uh, Keenan Allen. They're four and three. And I thought they would be better than they are. Not that, you know, four and three uh, sucks or anything, but I think they're going to lose at Atlanta. I really do. Yeah, it's going to have to be the Austin Eckler show for sure. If they're gonna have any yes, it is. To win. Yep. And then I had a question about some of the struggling teams in the league this year. Out of the Rams, Buccaneers, and Packers, which team would you choose to make the playoffs out of those three, if any? Between the Rams, the Buccaneers, and the Packers, probably yeah. probably the Buccaneers because they play in such a weak division and they still could easily win their division. Whereas I think the Niners – are going to take control of the NFC West. Seattle is still going to be in the hunt. Uh, I don't like the Rams, what they've done this year. The Bucks have lost three in a row, but they play in a bad division. And because of them being in a bad division, I mean, think about this. Green Bay's not going to win their division. Green Bay is already four games out of first, so they're done. The only way Green Bay can make the playoffs is be a wild card at three and five. Tampa's also three and five, but they're only one game out of the division. Uh, against the Falcons. So the easily the team that will make the playoffs of those three are the Buccaneers because they can win the division. 
Yeah, I agree for sure. Because, I mean, the Panthers and the Saints, I mean, even though the Saints just blew out the Raiders, I don't, I'm not scared of them at all. And, you know, the Rams have lost two games to the Niners, so they would lose any tiebreaker. So that makes it more difficult for them to win the division. So clearly, out of those three teams and those scenarios you gave me, it would be Tampa because they can easily win the division. Yeah, and then one more question about the NFL. Um, do you think that the Arizona Cardinals have any chance to make some noise and maybe sneak into a wild card spot? Yeah, if DeAndre Hopkins stays healthy. I mean, they're three and five. They still have a lot of their divisional games. They have to win this week. I'll put it to you that way. If they win Sunday against Seattle, they're right back in it. This is, this is a must-win game. If they lose, they're done. This is a must-win game for the Cardinals. Must-win game. Yeah, I mean, I think that this is probably it for Cliff Kingsbury if they yep. don't make a big run this year. I absolutely agree. He will not be back as coach. And uh, this is a game that they absolutely have to win. They're at home. They are playing a divisional game. They're three and five. And here's something else. You know, when you look at the Cardinals, and I always like looking at team schedules, and I, I don't want to uh, contradict myself because – I've always said don't look too far ahead in the NFL because injuries can truly change the fortunes of your team. But let's just say that Arizona could get on a run here. They play Seattle Sunday. They're at the Rams. Then they're home against the 49ers. So these next three weeks, their whole season is on the line to get back in it. These next three weeks, Seahawks at the Rams, home 49ers are their next three games. So we'll see. We'll see. Yep, that's all I got. Thanks for having me. All right, bud. Thank you for calling. I appreciate that. Let's get to uh, Jerry right here on Listen App. Hey, Jerry, how are you? I'm fine, Grant. Happy Friday, sir. Same to you, Jerry. Hey, Grant. Uh, how many, you know what? How do you think Adam Silver's sleeping these days? Not very well. He shouldn't either. Uh, he's done a horrible job uh, in terms of policing his league and his uh, hypocritical stance and the double standards of the NBA. And he was, he, he was about as bad as you can be as a leader of a business this week. Couldn't be much worse than Adam Silver was this week as the commissioner of the NBA. Awful job by Adam Silver. And I'm glad so many people are coming down on him, including his billion-dollar partner, TNT, which lambasted him on Tuesday night, as they should have. Grant, TNT, uh, they can't get in trouble for doing that? or uh, Nope. What are they going to do, take the games off the air? No. Absolutely not. Charles Barkley's not going anywhere. You think TNT is going to tell Charles Barkley what he can and cannot say on the air? You think they're going to go up to Shaquille O'Neal and say, you know what, your comments about Kyrie Irving were unacceptable and too strong? Hell no. That's why so many people watch TNT uh, or inside the NBA on TNT. No way. You No way in the world. You think they're going to you know, criticize Reggie Miller for calling the players in elite crickets? Sometimes you have to acknowledge the truth. Sometimes the truth hurts. And what was said Tuesday night on TNT was the truth. Grant, how many black guys does the NBA have to get before Adam Silver throws in the white tail, bro? I mean, it's just, I mean, just over and over and over. Where's Adam Silver at? Well, you first of all have to acknowledge that the uh, league is predominantly a black league. So you have to first of all acknowledge that. And with that comes a very uh, tenuous situation. <clears throat> as being the commissioner of a league that is predominantly black. Or you have to first acknowledge that. And actually, I think Adam Silver, you know, has received very high marks in how he's dealt with things. I mean, he came right out after the bubble and said, you know, in retrospect, we went overboard with Black Lives Matter being everywhere. We have to acknowledge that 
Not everyone tuning into the game wants that. So we are not going to be doing that uh, in the coming season. He also said, and our players will be standing for the national anthem. That's not going to be a debatable topic. Our players will stand for the national anthem. So, you know, he has done some things that I uh, agreed with and support, but he's also, you know, has to acknowledge that his league is predominantly black. He has a very strong union that he has to deal with. And it's not a job that I would want to have. Now, he's paid very, very, very well for it. But in this particular instance, he dropped the ball. He was horrible as a leader this week. And I also think he dropped the ball on Draymond Green this summer when he used a racial slur at Kendrick Perkins and didn't even come out with a statement and acknowledge it. There was no fine. There was no suspension. Yet Dontrez Harrell can call Luka Doncic in a game on a microphone. Bitch-ass white boy. Again, totally ignored by the league. You know, it's again, it's a hypocritical league. It's a league of double standards. And Adam Silver really has a lot to do with that. And so your criticism of Adam Silver in that regard is justified, in my opinion. So you think if it was a white player that said what Kyrie Irving said, you think it would have been handled differently? Yeah, he'd be out of the league. Wow. Wow. Well, well, I mean, I can only go by Myers Leonard. Myers right. Leonard was playing a video game on the Internet and used a derogatory term for Jewish people. He was suspended immediately, immediately for one week without pay. Then he was quickly traded to Oklahoma City, and they waived him. He's out of the league. So, yes, 100%. Absolutely. And, he, and he's a good player, too, Grant. Uh, yes, he you, is. Do you think that Commissioner Stern, rest in peace, would have handled this differently, Grant? 100%. Not 99%. 100%. What do you think he would have done, Grant? Uh, he would have suspended Kyrie Irving in the first 24 hours. Wow. Wow. <laughs> um, you know, we, we all miss Commissioner Stern, Grant. I'm not saying that Adam Silver doesn't have his bright spots because, yes, yes, he does uh, with the he whole Sterling thing. Uh, I mean, but, you know, this this is just, I mean, it's putting, you know, it, it just, you know, it, it just makes you feel sad being an NBA fan by listening to these kind of things. And it's like, I mean, I, I, I mean, I just don't get it. I mean, I mean, what is Kyrie Irving? I mean, Grant, you know, this this man has to have some kind of mental issues. I'm not trying to yep. trying to di- diagnose him, but it's like normal people don't say stuff like that. Seriously. Nope. And, you know, in all fairness to the Donald Sterling situation, Adam Silver had no choice. The players were not going to play, and the sponsors said that they weren't going to sponsor the arena, uh, TV, radio, anything to do with the team. So in, in all fairness, the, the Adam Silver didn't have any choice. Donald Sterling cut his own wrist. And once the sponsors said that they were not going to sponsor the team anymore and the players weren't going to take the court, it was a pretty easy decision. Okay, Grant, let me ask you one more thing, sir. Uh, do you think – oh, all right, so the Nets suspended him for five games. Adam Silver can add to that, or how does that work? I don't know. That's going to have to be bargained with the uh, uh, Players Association. Um, I, I'm not really sure the NBA could based on precedent. So we'll see. That's a very good question. We'll we'll find out in two weeks. Well, Grant, thanks for taking my call, sir. And you have a great weekend, okay? Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Jerry. I appreciate it. All right, let's get to uh, some more phone calls. And it is Waggus. Hey, Waggus. Waggus. Yep, now I can, you're in and out, Waggus. You got a bad connection, so. I'm going to have to let you go. Maybe you can get in a better area and try it again, but uh, you got a bad, very bad connection there. I'm not going to defend Adam Silver. And I, listen, I, I, 
I'm not patting myself on the back here, but I am going to pat myself on the back. I've been talking about this for over a year with Adam Silver. Okay. I've been talking about this for over a year that he needs to do a better job and he needs to come out and condemn his players when it is justified and that he needs to stop being a puppet. You know, I've been talking about that for over a year, you know? All right, let's see if we can hear Waggus better now. All right, Waggus, we'll try it again. Go ahead, buddy. Can you hear me? Yep, much, much better. Yes, go ahead, sir. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, I mean, I, I think I've been clear on this. I, I think the only reason why Kyrie Irving even issued an apology last night was because pretty much got forced into it. And, and I'll say the same thing about Adam Silver. I mean, if it wasn't for Barkley on Tuesday, I don't think Adam Silver comes out and makes that statement. And his statement should have came a long time ago. So I think it's a little too late on a, on everybody's part. But, you know, you know, I, I, I guess staying to basketball, and I just want to say to basketball, I mean, Kevin Durant is still a very, very great player. So, yes, he I is. mean, the, net, the Nets are not going anywhere, right? So do you think that it's time for them to get what they can out of him? Because it, because they're not winning with this kind of no. I would, I, I would, I would trade Kevin Durant now. I would if I could. I would get whatever I could for Kevin Durant. You're right. They're not winning. They're a mess of a franchise. Uh, yes, uh, I absolutely would. I mean, I, I this this franchise is just a mess. You're absolutely right. Right. Yeah. And I'm just talking from a fan point of view because the guy's supremely talented, and we would love to see him at the highest stage. And 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 he's kind of stuck right now. So. I mean, obviously he has a, yeah. he has his own issues, but from from a basketball point of view. Yeah, so, I wish I could be stuck. Um, I wish I could be stuck making forty five million dollars a year with uh, three more years left to go on my deal after this year. I wish I could be stuck like that. Yeah, he's really stuck. That, that's why I said from a basketball point of view, not from money. Obviously, I know. Obviously, you, even I, yeah. <laughs> I know. I know exactly why you put that in there, my friend. I know exactly what you were saying. <laughs> dollars how about so but uh i think he does get traded yeah he might very well get traded now yeah sure yep all right i'm gonna put you back in the audience i'm losing you again buddy thank you very much uh i don't know if you did your picks yesterday or not i can't remember but if not you can hit us up on social media and we'll make sure we get that to uh ryan all right i hope everybody has a fabulous weekend and if you didn't get your picks in just go and hit us up on social media, and uh, we'll take it that way. Make sure you put uh, Rhino's um, handle on that as well. All right, everyone, this has been a really excellent week here. Good topics, good conversation, good post-game shows, uh, really good work by everyone. I appreciate each and every one of you. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend.